Welcome to Expand Storytelling. I'm Chelsea Bay, and I'm passionate about seeing the magic that's right in front of me and inspiring others to see and feel it too. Expand is a storytelling event featuring individuals who choose to live for their everyday, how they came to find the little things that make them come alive, and how they continue to expand their being from right here. Expand over contract, now over someday, love over fear, joy over success. Never arriving, always expanding. Kyler Bradley is a passionate movement specialist and the proud owner of My Moves Fitness. He is dedicated to helping individuals enhance their lives through the power of quality movement, fostering strength and vitality. Beyond the studio, Kyler is an avid adventurer, finding joy in mountain biking, paddleboarding, and any outdoor activity that keeps the body in motion. Mornings hold a special place for Kyler, dedicated to mindful reflection, planning the day ahead, and cultivating a positive mindset. With a commitment to holistic well-being, Kyler is on a mission to inspire and uplift others on their journey to a healthier, more active lifestyle. Here's Kyler's story from the January 2024 event in Traverse City, Michigan. When was the last time you heard nothing? For me, it began at age six. My grandpa would swoop into the Midland Elementary School parking lot at 3.15 p.m. I'd race out and jump into his big blue Chevy Astro van. A quick 20-minute drive and we arrived at our hunting land. We would put on our gear, load our backpacks, and rub camo on our faces. A mile trek through thick briars, downed logs, and tight poplars is difficult when you are six. Challenging or not, I loved every second of it. The calmness of the outdoors, the fresh air, the quality time I got to spend with someone I trusted so much. After crossing a waist-deep river with me on his shoulders, my grandpa let me down. In his relaxed, slow-moving manner, he looked around the woods for a moment, took a breath, and then whispered to me, Do you hear that? Nothing. When I was 10 years old, my parents decided to go their separate ways. Initially, it didn't seem like a big deal. Nothing wrong with two Christmases. On the outside, you wouldn't have known it bothered me, but on the inside, I was torn apart. One evening before dozing off to sleep, my dad came into my room as he caught the tears I was trying to hide. He asked me if I was hap or happy. I always replied happy, lying to his face and doing my best to keep my glass and his half full. There were also days I struggled at school. I would call my mom and tell her I had a stomach ache or make up some other lame excuse. She would get me from school and ask me what was wrong, but I could not put words to the feelings. Was there something wrong with me? Am I not good enough? Is it my fault that my parents are separated? I continued to struggle with these questions, 
My head felt foggy. It was hard to bring to the surface what I wanted to say. We had a counselor for a little while, but I just kept to myself during the sessions, telling, where it, telling her what she wanted to hear. In the same year as my parents' divorce, my dad had purchased a cottage on a small inland lake two hours north of my hometown, Midland. This became my getaway. <clears throat> the, school, the school day on Friday would come to a close, and off we would go to this piece of paradise. Weekend after weekend, year after year, we would head north. I've always been an early riser, fascinated with the sunrise. A typical Saturday morning at the cottage looked like this. As my alarm went off at the crack of dawn, I jumped out of bed excited for the day ahead. I walked out to the garage and gathered my gear. Clutching my paddleboard in one arm and fishing pole in the other, I strolled down to the water's edge, alone. In no rush, I set down my things, looked out at the lake, and took a few big deep breaths of cool morning air. Again, I heard it, nothing. I paddled the calm morning water as the fog rolled off, smooth strokes with the paddle, smooth strokes in my mind. I would jam pack my weekends up north with outdoor activities, riding dirt bikes, snowshoeing the deep powder, hiking the beautiful North Country Trail. I just love the feeling of being outside. It was my outlet. The older I got, the more I reached in for nature's gifts. Something about being outside uplifted me, brought an inner buzz to my soul, and made my current problems fade. As I wrapped up high school, my next stop was Michigan State University. Eager to take the plunge, I knew things would change. In high school, I was a student that would never miss a homework assignment, ace all my projects, and turn in the extra credit. College, I quickly learned, was different. A curriculum based heavily on studying and test taking. So, as you can imagine, my freshman year of college was no walk in the park. Two-point in chemistry and Algebra 101 was not a good start. The stress of passing classes ramped up as my freshman year came to a close. Chronic overthinking led to hours of procrastination. My headspace felt polluted, not only with stress, but with alcohol, drugs, and partying. I used this as a way to let loose mask anxiousness and forget about the 20-page paper due in 24 hours. Such an important piece of what kept me open-minded and on track was missing. Two years into college, I was stuck in a rut. I had been studying fisheries and wildlife at the time, but became turned off when the professor explained, in this career, 90% of the time, you will be chained to a desk. I had picked this major as a way to eventually reunite myself with the outdoors, not punch data into Excel sheets all day. So I had an idea. I asked my parents if I could transfer to Northern Michigan University and enroll in their outdoor rec program. Since my parents were funding my college endeavors, they answered with a firm no. While well, my dreams of going to Northern and experiencing the outdoor mecca it offered were deflected, I resorted to plan B. 
I left campus for the summer and moved up to the cottage for the next three months. I immediately got back to my roots of being outside. Paddling the lake, biking the trails, and I picked up a job at Boyne Mountain as a zipline guide. A sunny afternoon after I clocked out of work, I drove the 40 minutes back to the cottage, scheming up my evening plan. It started with a trail run from the driveway, two miles down a dirt road and back. Quickly upon returning, I strapped on my helmet, slipped into my biking shoes, and started hammering on the pedals. After six miles of rutted out single track, I was back to the cottage for phase three. I dropped the paddleboard into the water and started knocking stroke after stroke as I circled the lake. Sweaty and battered, I crossed the finish line of my own pieced together version of a triathlon. After catching my breath on the dock, I glanced out at the lake as the sun sank and beautiful colors engulfed the evening sky. Almost as if my gramp was there, his voice entered my head. Do you hear that? Nothing. As I arrived back on campus in the fall, I was reconnected with myself and with my love for the outdoors. I also had another deep passion that was begging for daily attention, exercise. I've been health conscious for as long as I can remember, reading nutrition facts, making sure I ate my vegetables, getting good sleep, but my true fitness journey started at age 15. My dad had been working out downstairs the last few months and I could tell he was putting on some muscle and getting stronger. One evening, he asked me to join him. 300 push-ups later, I was done with my first P90X workout. <laughs> These workouts were simple. All you needed were light dumbbells, a pull-up bar, and your own body weight. My dad and I continued our workouts four to five times a week for years. I have always felt like an outlier when it came to the benefits of fitness. While my high school friends were concerned with a six-pack and how much they could bench, I was hyper-focused on training for everyday life. Picking things up, being able to absorb a bike crash, having impeccable balance when I was wakeboarding, this is what motivated me to train. So as I started my junior year at MSU, I switched my major to kinesiology. What I didn't know was 99% of the time this major led students down the path of being a physical therapist, occupational therapist, or a gym teacher. None of those things attracted me. I wanted to teach people how to exercise, move better, and do the things they loved without getting injured. I wanted to be a personal trainer. The job fit me. Early mornings, check. Love to exercise, check. A passion to help others? Check. Get to make my own schedule? Check. So I continued my path, not worrying where it would lead me. After graduating college, I knew exactly where I wanted to live. The place that allowed me to think clearly, be creative, and get plenty of fresh air. Up north. In 2015, I moved to Traverse City eager to start my career as a trainer. I also had my doubts. As I began working at my first gym, 
I realized this job came with its own struggles. You had to find your own clients. You didn't get paid if you were sick, and there was no such thing as benefits. With passion pushing me, I didn't care. I was fighting for every client I could get while working a second job chopping vegetables and panini pressing sandwiches to make ends meet. As the months passed, I became frustrated, angry, and stressed out. I lost almost all hope one day when my dad sent an email to me. In this email was an application to a local company called Cone Drive. This company manufactured, well, I didn't know. <laughs> I never looked deep enough to find out what they did. To this day, I still don't know what they do. <laughs> that was past the point. My dad's email felt as if he was giving up on me. Was I ready to give up on myself, on my dreams, on my passion? I didn't know. It was hard to think. That afternoon, I did what I knew best, and I hopped on my bike and just started riding. Through the city, into the woods, deeper, deeper, deeper. Then I heard it. Nothing. I basked in nature's solitude as I thought deeply about my next steps. The desk-bound 9 to 5 with full benefits didn't motivate me. It never had. Why would I change now? I wanted to create, to learn, to do things on my own terms, be my own boss, pop out of bed every morning excited to live a life I loved. I decided I was right where I was supposed to be. The outdoors is a magical place, a place I have gone for as long as I can remember, a place opened up to me by my grandpa. Although I don't hunt anymore, I have found plenty of other ways to fill that void. Whether I'm backcountry skiing, floating down a crystal clear river, or hitting the trail for a run, the outdoors helps me disconnect, reset, and listen. With the daily hustle, it's easy to get lost in thought, distracted, or stressed out with the simple things. I believe we all need a place to go to hear ourselves think clearly, to hear nothing. I leave you, I leave you with one important question to ponder. When was the last time you heard nothing? Thank you. <laughs>